0: Welcome back, everyone, to your favorite podcast, Music Encountering Diversity. Back in the studio, here I am, your host, Abby Hasner. On this week's episode of Specialty for the Month of October, Spooky Spirituality in Music, we will be focusing on the comparison between Korean music and shamanism, and also the comparison between Japanese music and Shinto. Again, this is another extremely important topic that we will be touching on because spirituality in a culture can be expressed through many aspects of music the vocals or lack thereof, the types of instruments and the, mu- and the spiritual connections that these instruments have, the dynamics of the music, and so many more components that we will dive into in a few moments. On this week's episode, we have our experts back in the studio to help us guide our discussion on spirituality and music. In the segment, Money, 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 we have our new economist, Olivia, here to talk with us about Shintoism and Buddhism and their effect on the Japanese economy.
1: Hi guys, thanks for having me.
0: In the segment What in the world we have our Ambassador Amani here to talk to us about the effects of globalization on Korean and Japanese spirituality. Hey guys. And finally we have our expert Ryan here to talk about the indigenous musics of Korea and comparing their creation. Hi everybody. Alrighty, let's get on with the discussion. All right, like we did with the last episode, let's kick off the show from one of our avid listeners of MedTalk. They're going to ask a question, and who will this lucky person be? Drumroll, please. Well, before we find out the answer to that, I'm going to turn it over to our social media correspondent for this month, Rachel. Rachel, why don't you introduce yourself?
2: Hey, everybody. My name's Rachel, and I'm MedTalk's social media correspondent. Today, we're going to be looking at a question sent in by at Jeremy Moore, 87 over Twitter. Jeremy asks, how did Shintoism and Buddhism affect the Japanese economy during and immediately following the Nara period? What a great question, Jeremy.
0: That is a great question. Unfortunately, I'm not the best person or I don't think Rachel is to answer this. So we're going to turn it over to our expert, Olivia in Money, 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 where she knows the best, the best about the impact of music on the economy globally.
1: Yeah. So hi, Jeremy. Thanks for the question. So Shintoism was a very early Japanese religion. It was a native religion that most followed that had a loose agglomeration of local and regional cults with diverse gods and spirits. However, It wasn't an organized religion, and most importantly, it didn't speak about death. Most religions, as we know, create a general understanding for us as to what happens when one dies. Uh, For example, you know, like what you need to do with the body, how to process our grief, etc. But when it comes to Shintoism, they didn't have that. So when people were dying due to like a multitude of sickness, specifically smallpox, which at the time wiped out a fourth of the population and bodies ended up accumulating, it began a depression amongst the Japanese people. So as people became (coughs) depressed, many stopped working and became sick themselves. And naturally, as you probably have guessed, the economy in that area began to falter and drop. And this all took place during the Nara period. And the Japanese government didn't know what to do about it until Buddhism was introduced. So Buddhism was a religion that began over in Korea and China, and the Japanese government introduced it to their people as a way to give them a means to deal with all that death and suffering that they were facing. So Buddhism grew throughout the Japanese population and replaced the original Shintoism. and with the growing population, obviously, came a growing economy. People began to go back to work and jobs grew, providing more jobs than there originally were at the time, and within the next few decades, the Japanese uh, economy was at its peak compared to its past years at the time. So this opened the opportunity for new cultures to develop, more fine arts, more schooling, and most importantly, for the economy, more work. So to recap, during the Nara period in Japan, the Japanese population was facing immense death from the smallpox outbreak. And its religion at the time, Shintoism, didn't speak of how to deal with it. Not only were the Japanese people dealing with sickness, but they also began to deal with depression, which made them lose and quit their jobs, which made the economy drop. Um, However, then the Japanese government then introduced Buddhism, which gave the Japanese population a means of dealing with death and grieving. So the depression lifted and the economy boomed. And that, Jeremy, is how Shintoism and Buddhism affected the Japanese economy during and following the Nara period in Japan. I hope that answered your question and possibly any others that you might have had.
0: Alrighty, with that transition, um, what a great discussion about the loosely organized religion of Shintoism and the death-oriented religion of Buddhism. It's very interesting how one type of um, belief can boost the economy and one doesn't. Um, so let's move on to our next question from our listeners here at MedTalk. Talk we value those very highly so i'm gonna have rachel read us another question that was sent in by one of our instagram followers
2: all right so this next question was sent to us from facebook by toby mcguire toby asks did the globalization have any effects on japan or korean spirituality did any of these effects
0: translate into music what a great question toby Wow, I guess he uh sent it in to us on Instagram and Facebook. What an ambitious follower. Um so again, I certainly can't answer that question, but um I think Amani can. And since he's an our, our ambassador, um do you think you can maybe try and help Toby out?
3: Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a great question. So as Olivia already talked about, shamanism was the original uh, religion in Korea, but in the middle of the first century, Chinese Buddhism also entered the country and this introduction of, of Buddhism would not only affect the religion but also the music of Korea. So for, for example, a new like subgenre of shamanist music called Sinawi was created in Korea and this was a court music played by a, a small ensemble and it was very similar to that of the court music of China. Actually, interestingly, and not enough, uh, the Koreans actually combined many other aspects of of of, of, of uh, Buddhism with, with the beliefs of Shamanism. However, Shamanism didn't actually f- fade out, fade out of fade out of existence when Buddhism and other religions entered Korea. Even to this day, Shamanism is still very popular in Korea. Moving over to Japan. Um, so as we, were, we were already talked about, uh, Shintoism was their uh, dominant religion. And later on, um, Buddhism came there from both China and Korea. And one reason that, uh, that we talked about that it was so easily infused in their culture is that they needed a way to deal with death and life in their own religion. So because of that, the um, the Buddhist beliefs were able to really easily be access- accepted by people, and in Japan also, they also saw changes to their music as re- as a result of Buddhism uh, coming there. So one example is that uh, Buddhist chants actually really be- be- became popular with Japanese audiences. Actually, I'm I'm gonna play you a short excerpt of a one of these chants being performed in Japan. So, I mean, this is just a good example of how um, one belief from one region can pretty much have a global impact even outside of its own borders. So in both Korea and Japan, we've seen how Chinese globalization has affected both their culture and their music. In fact, one other example of this is the ag court music of Korea the instruments used in these ceremonies were almost exclusively uh, imported from japan and um, this genre has so many chinese influences that it's often thought of as the most accurately preserved chinese core music in the world so as we've seen throughout all of this uh, globalization is something that has really tremendous effects on the cultures and music around the world.
0: You know, I think it's really interesting the impact that China has on Japanese music and Korean music. Um, so what a great talk by Imani on how this globalization has impacted Korean and Japanese spirituality. Um, and so, oh, wait, um, it looks like we have another question coming in. Um, so the call, whoever's calling in, you want to answer that?
2: Hello, caller, and thank you for calling the Med Podcast. Could you please tell us your name and where you're from? Hi. My name is Henry Ruth Bayer Ginsburg III, and I'm calling from Daytona Beach. It's so great to finally be on the show. Well, Henry, it's great to have you on the show. What is it that you wanted to hear about today? So far, you've been talked a lot about how spirituality has affected the music of Korea and Japan, but could you speak more on how the Chinese and Western Korea? Thank you for hearing my question. That is a really good question, Henry. How about we turn it over to this week's music master, Ryan, and see what he has to say about it?
4: Thank you so much, Henry, for uh, sending us your question. Um, <clears throat> as we know, um, sort of from the, the agonizing modernization of Korea, like we covered in last week's episode, um, we know that North Korea and South Korea took very different paths um, politically and culturally following um, the events of uh, the Korean War and the um, partition of the country under um, American and Soviet control. But um, despite uh, the differences in the paths taken from North and South Korea, um, both of these places can trace uh, the roots of their culture back to indigenous Korean shamanism. Indigenous Korean shamanism dominated the um, Korean Peninsula culturally, culturally, spiritually, and musically um, before the area fell under the influence of China, um, Japan, or um, later the Soviet Union and United States following the um, split of the Korean Peninsula. <clears throat> Much of uh, traditional uh, shamanist Korean music can be thought of as an art of transformation transformation of time, feeling, and content, especially emotional content, or, or the content of one's spirit. Um, this is one of the reasons why um, this type of Korean traditional music was so useful and applicable to everyday life. Um, it was used to transform feelings of isolation into unity, uh, feelings of sorrow into feelings of exhilaration and joy. Um <clears throat> There are two distinct types of Korean shamanism. Um, We have ecstatic shamanism and hereditary shamanism. Ecstatic shamanism was traditional to the central and Northwestern areas of the peninsula, which is modern day North Korea. Um, And in that practice, um, shamans are members of society who are contracted with a, a spiritual sickness and through rigorous training, they can overcome this, um, this ailment and, and use it as a spiritual connection in order to, um, t- to help other people with their spiritual needs um, by using rituals involving musical performance um, to quell angry spirits or um, to rectify spiritual imbalances that manifest themselves into different forms of misfortune. Um, the other type of shamanism we have is hereditary shamanism. Um, which is traditional uh, to the the southern portion of the Korean Peninsula. And it's a much more exclusive type, which was practiced um, in which the role of shaman was um, passed down based on lineage. Um, <clears throat> and then these shamans would lend their services um, to, uh, to meet the spiritual needs of the wealthy class. Um, the class of shamans and professional musicians that um accompanied them within um within korean society were treated as an outcast class um so they ha- kind of have a unique standing where they have um great social power but low social status um eventually however um uh shamanism became largely displaced by the religious influence of Buddhism. Um, but as we covered earlier, um, shamanism still exists today in Korea, um, despite that. Um.
0: Alrighty, um, so based on this, uh, I think we should discuss what what do we think would look different about the musical traditions in Korea and Japan if their cultures had not been so drastically affected by colonial interests and world politics. I mean, for me, I think that it's just even with Buddhism, seeing how the economy was boosted by the impact of Chinese Buddhism um, in the area, that's one role, and I mean, anyone else have anything to add?
4: Yeah, I think that um, certainly um, with the influence of Buddhism, um, for sure, I think that even if um, the, the country, like the, even if the government of Korea hadn't, hadn't been um, controlled by all these different entities throughout history, first China, then Japan, and then, and then later, a, a, a partition between different world powers. I think um, even if none of that had happened, I think the the religious cultural spread of Buddhism um, would have, um, nonetheless, been relevant and and had its impact on the musical tradition of Korea and especially Japan, because as we talked about in Japan, the um, the existing uh, religious practice, when Shintoism was was. Failing to um, address a key issue for people, so it was um, it was it was very easy for that society to to transition to Buddhism, and they were very welcoming. It seemed to um, for a new yeah. religious practice that sort of addressed those those key issues.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Well, it looks like we're running out of time, so thank you to everyone who joined us here today. Um, We had a great discussion on how spirituality and music can be affected by the economy and can affect the economy, and where an area is located, and the relationship that one area has with another. And I think that being from a different culture in a different area of the world, it can be hard to see the beliefs of many other cultures and some of the things that constitute their music. So I'm glad we could recruit our experts to help answer your guys' questions, and even some of mine. And also provide us some additional added info that we didn't even think about so i hope everyone has a great day and tune in next time i'd like to thank everyone again for the great questions and follow us on twitter and instagram at med talk pod and continue sending more questions for next week's episode bye everyone
3: bye everyone
4: bye everybody see you next week
2: Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.